This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter, but you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. The lunatic is in custody. It's uh, breaking news, and officials have caught the nut job who live streamed a shooting rampage in Memphis, Tennessee. He is now in police custody and had the nerve while sitting in the back of the patrol car, handcuffed, to give a big smile. After going on a shooting spree and live streaming it, I I still don't understand how social media can, can erase a former president or current at the time president of the United States, but can't catch a live stream of someone who's an active shooter. Before we get to the details of that and Hillary Clinton and some other issues, I want to say that uh, tonight was a wonderful, wonderful night celebrating WABC's 100th anniversary tonight. My wife and I had a wonderful time at Sepriani's on 42nd Street. Thank you, thank you, thank you, John and Margot Katsimatidis. It was a fantastic time by all. At our table, I got the opportunity to sit with former New York City Police Commissioner Howard Safer. It's interesting, folks, how life works. So I covered Mr. Safer as police commissioner, and I never really got the opportunity to know him one-on-one until tonight, all these years later. Mr. Safer was there with his lovely wife, and we had a great time chatting with them. For example, I had no idea until Mr. Safer pulled out his phone showing me photos that for six years of his law enforcement career, he was undercover purchasing large quantities of drugs in his early 20s. The man that would go on to be police commissioner of New York City. So he's retired now. 
Um, but that was one of the, I mean, everybody that works for WABC was there, and we were all present under the leadership of John and Margot Katsimatidis, 100 years here at WABC. We are taking your telephone calls, as always, this hour, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. This is what it sounded like on one of the television newscasts tonight, if you will, in Memphis, Tennessee. And we start tonight with breaking news of a citywide active shooting situation that just ended in Tennessee. Moments ago, we learned that police in Memphis have caught a man who was allegedly driving around and shooting at random. The whole city was on lockdown for about two hours as police searched for that suspect. There is no word tonight on whether anyone was hit by the gunfire, but police say there are as many as four shooting scenes. We'll continue to follow the story and keep you updated. The situation in Memphis, Tennessee, and as always, I, I blame progressive politics. All of these losers in life, from the from mentally deranged people to the homeless to this nut job in Memphis, unhappy with their own life, the way their lives are going, and they want to make everybody else suffer. They want everyone else to suffer. So this individual live-streamed his shooting rampage in Memphis, in Memphis, but he has been arrested, and the residents there were warned to be on alert and watch out for the suspect 19-year-old Ezekiel Kelly who is believed to be responsible for multiple shootings in the city. He was filming his alleged rampage, which began about 4.30 p.m. local time, and uh, it continued. And he switched vehicles to try and throw police off. It was just a mess. But he's he's in custody uh, right now. And even walked into an auto, auto zone store, pulled out a gun, and started firing at a man inside the shop twice. Twice. So the 2016 presidential nominee for the Democrats, Hillary Clinton, appeared on The View with her daughter Chelsea, uh, promoting their new Apple uh, Plus show, Gutsy, during the on-air love fest, if you will, Hillary Clinton, keep in mind who I said, Hillary Clinton, Miss Server herself, was asked about the recent raid on former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago property with the former First Lady stating that it's terrifying to learn all of this information, recent information. Listen to Hillary Clinton on The View. I think this should be taken really seriously. Yeah. And not, it's not a joking matter. And it, it shouldn't be partisan. No. And it shouldn't be partisan. No. It, it should concern every American because those documents and the empty folders, as uh-huh. they were marked, um, suggest <laughs> that 
there was really important secret information that is uh, essential to our country's defense and security. You have to give it to her. You, you, you have to give it to her. I, I mean, you talk about reinventing yourself. This woman, the Secretary of State under Mr. Obama, had a private server bypassing the State Department. We all know the story in her home. And now she's lecturing the former president. You got to give it to her. I mean, you, you can't make this up, folks. Other stories I'm following, some bad news. I'm going to get to uh, that in just a second. An elderly man, here we go again, slashed in the head by a machete-wielding, disturbed woman with a, a bunch of prior arrests. We're going to get to Governor Hochul in just a second. But let's start with the telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. We begin in Massachusetts with Roger. Good morning, Roger. What's on your mind? Yeah, thanks for taking my call. You know, last few days, I can't help but think of the words, gee, a lot of thanks Trump got for deciding to take the higher road and not prosecute Hillary after he came into office. Uh, I hope the Republicans learn a lesson. Look at how emboldened they are and um, are going after the jugular vein now. You you know what's interesting, Roger? Um, Mm -hmm. When looking at this on the merits of what you just uh, expressed, you are 1,000% accurate. 1,000% accurate. Trump comes into office and says the Hillary matter, basically, essentially, he says the Hillary matter, that was the campaign, that's the end of it, and he let it go. He He took the high road and let it go. And now look at the situation that the country finds itself in, Roger. Roger, are you still with me? Yes, yes, yes. Well, yeah. I hope we. I hope we learn a lesson. You know, uh, just like criminals, repeat uh, revolving door. Uh, politicians, uh, liberals, will do the same thing. They'll, they'll they'll come after your jugular vein. You give me an inch, I'll take a yard. Yeah, thank you, Dominic. Well, Roger, I thank you for the call uh, in Massachusetts this morning. Let's go from Massachusetts to Brooklyn. Let's say good morning to John. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? Three quick things. I'm glad you had a great time tonight. That sounded like a wonderful event. Thank you. As for Memphis, Tennessee, it just shows you why we have to get after Black Lives Matter for their cries for defunding the police. The police did an excellent job. And I I wasn't going to comment about Hillary, but let me say this. Uh, I think she's guilty of more crimes than what Trump may have committed. So she's a fine one to judge. Well, you know, again, John, you you just have have to give it to her. I mean, to sit there with a straight face. I saw it, too. I mean, I I just couldn't believe it. And in front of an international audience and say, don't look at me, look at him. Look at what he did. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. When you could have, should have faced criminal prosecution. Thank you for the call, John, for for what uh, you did. 
but yet you are pointing to the former president when you had an entire server to bypass the State Department set up in your home. We are taking your calls. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. Let's go to David in the Bronx. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? Yeah, good morning, Dominic. All right. Let's get the, let's set the record straight. Okay. Hillary Clinton's e- private email server had nothing on it that was classified when she sent or received it. She had a separate whoa, email. Whoa, 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 David, 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 Department. David says who? Who says that it didn't have any any classified information on it? How do we know? Wait, are you kidding? No, I'm serious. This is common cancer knowledge? Says who? This is common hey, knowledge. Wait, 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 David, David, David. I'm a journalist by trade. We don't accept what people say. You have to prove it to us. All right. Well, you need to go on Google then, Dominic. Because oh, all, I'm blind. oh, so, so wait, 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 David, 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 you know, you David, know wait, hold I'm on. Wait, I, I don't wait, David, 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 okay. wait, stop, relax. One, I don't know you're blind. That's number one. Number two, for you to say to me, go on Google proves my point. And what is Google going to prove to me? What is that going to do? I it just, will show you that Hillary Clinton used a separate email server from the State Department for classified email, right. and she didn't steal anything. Okay. okay? Trump stole thousands okay. of classified okay. well, documents. Whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, David, we don't know what Mr. Trump did. We don't know if it was a staffer. As a matter of fact, I think it's safe to make the assumption that it was a staffer that packed that. So to say Mr. Trump did it, Where's the evidence of that? All right. They had months to go through those documents and return the classified ones. His lawyer signed a document stating that they did a diligent search and returned everything that was marked classified, which was a lie. Why did Donald Trump not return the classified documents when he was given a year and a half to do so? Well, David, you keep saying, why did Mr. Trump? But I mean... I'm sure, remember now, Mr. Trump has articulated that he felt that the election was taken from him. And you know my position on that. I say the train has already left the station. But I'm sure his number one priority is not dealing with, with, with people that he feel gave him a raw deal. I'm not excusing anything, David. All I'm saying is to to to, to make the statement like Trump went through these documents himself, that's a big stretch. Wouldn't you agree to some that? Of them were, some of them were found in his office, Dominic. Okay. Plus, they have surveillance, apparently, of people going in and out of that storage area. I don't know if they have Trump doing it, but he had to be aware of at least some of these documents. Says who? Okay. Says who? Why do you? Can I ask you a question seriously? Yes. You've met this man. Do you seriously believe he is a sincere and honest individual who can be trusted? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Very naive. No, 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 no. I'm actually one of the best in the business, David, and I'm not naive. I've been called many things, never naive. 
I am very good well, at what I do. And if Mr. Well, Trump and if Mr. Trump had a bad personality, considering that I've been with him privately numerous times, I think it would have come through. And if he had a racist met- and if he had a racist bone in his body, being with him numerous times privately, I think I would have known because normally I'm very sensitive to things like that, David, and I can tell when someone is a racist uh, uh, or has at least racist tendencies a mile away. I didn't even say he was a racist. No, no, I'm going, I'm going, up? no, David, everything is not about you. I'm going to the general point of, of the allegations that have been made against Mr. Trump. And I'm using the race issue as a perfect illustration of something that's garbage. That's oh. gar- The truth is this, David, and then I'm going to leave the race issue alone. The rappers pli- prior to Mr. Trump being elected, the rappers, the African-American rappers, were in love with Donald Trump. And they even rapped about him in their songs, or many of the major rappers. And then somewhere along the line, uh, someone decided Trump is not cool, and then they distanced themselves uh, from him. But let's go back to the documents. Let's leave the the race element alone. I want to see how this all plays out, David. And as a journalist, you know, part of my job is to question government. Simply because the Justice Department says it so doesn't make it so. You've got to prove it. Can can you understand that, or you disagree with that as well? No, I'll give you that, okay? Uh, you should never trust anything the government tells you 100%. I've had plenty of dealings with government in New York State to know that it's inherently corrupt, okay? So I'm inclined to agree with you on that. Okay, all right. Well, I I, I appreciate your call, um, but I, and I've got to move on because we have lots of other callers. But you and I'm sure Stan will back you up on this. He's standing by. But I'm just curious, David, why why do you take exception to me describing Trump as is a good, honorable man? All right. To make this quick, I grew up in a household with someone with the same exact personality as Donald Trump. It's called narcissistic personality disorder. They are very charming. They are very phony. They have no morals, no integrity, okay? My brother, who I haven't spoken to in years, is exactly like Donald Trump. So when I saw Trump rising, I recognized the type of person that he is. And he has fooled millions of people, okay? But he is a total and complete phony. And so is Bernie Sanders, by the way, just so that we can be a bipartisan. Okay, well, well, David, I, I really appreciate your call, and I appreciate your passion. I hear it. And, again, um, I didn't know that, that you were blind, and, um, you know, now I do know, and, and um, I do thank you for your call, and uh, I, I respect your passion, and I want you to have a, a lovely morning. Thank you for calling into the program. Let's go from the Bronx to Brooklyn. Let's say good morning to our friend Audrey. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? Good morning. My, my, my. How's your weekend? My. <laughs> it's been a, an interesting I'm looking for, uh, time. I'm looking to I really it. want to comment on this uh, shooting in Memphis. It's, it's, it's troubling because... It's, to me, it's not a, a, a what color, how old, but the same thing has been happening even with the mass shootings. They're filming stuff. The, the gun laws has to be changed. It's, it's, 
Glue. Animals, that's a good word. It's not even animals. This, oh, God, I don't want to say profanity. This, this nonsense it must stop. Something's got to be done. And if it's a Republican or Democrat, which I don't see, it's a human thing. This country's got to get this mess together. And I, I agree with Dave, by the way. <laughs> okay, all right. So, Audrey, what what do you make of the fact that this suspect in uh, Memphis mm-hmm. happens happens to be African-American? Matter. Because if you look at the fact, um, the, the young man that did the mass shooting in Buffalo, he was an African American, but it's the same scenario. He filmed, he shot, he killed. It's no to me. It's not a color thing. I, I have, I, I don't, you know, I don't see um, life like that. It's sometimes, but um, I tell you what, um, for him to film it and to be smiling, he's not gonna, he's not gonna get reprimanded. That's the problem with this. That's my problem. If you, if you shoot someone randomly like that. I'm not a mean person, but I think he should have got shot back. I'm sorry. I just, it's mean. And then this young man that got shot in Brooklyn and coming home from sitting in the park in, in you know, Brooklyn today, 15-year-old, yes. he yes. passed, died. It's the gun laws. Something's got to stop. Okay, so wait, 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 Audrey. And I'm going to okay. give the uh, details about that shooting in our Carter Care segment coming okay. up at about 45 minutes past the hour. Okay. But, But here's a question I have for you. Progressive politics don't have anything to do with what's going on. I'm sorry, Dom. I don't understand that that the progressive whatever is maybe so. But this country has been like this all the time. It's always been a, a gun thing, the right to bear arms, the Second Amendment. Was there progressive um, um, politics then? That's what I'm talking about. Maybe that's an excuse that we're using, but we got to find a better excuse. Can you be safe? Okay. Well, Audrey, I, I appreciate your call as uh, always. Dominic Carter here with you folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's see what our friend Stan in Forest Hills has to say. Good morning, Stan. Morning. You know, David may be blind, but he sees pretty good as far as I'm concerned. Okay. You may be blind, David, but you see all right. Anyway, I don't want to talk about uh, Trump <laughs> for a change. I want to talk about ABC. Uh, that may make you sweat a little, but I, I really don't care at that stage. Here's the problem. Okay, first of all, 100 years of music is always better than 100 years of talk. I think the music of ABC over the last 50 years made the station. The talk has made it very bad. Now, numbers are good. That's good. But everything has its moments. And okay, wait, wait, Stan. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not finished. I okay, okay, wait, 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 Sure, sure, go ahead, my friend. Go ahead. So... So the ratings book came out yesterday. You're, you're and, on top. You're on and, top. And and WABC's numbers are, conti- are wait 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 are continuing to go up. Sure. Uh, beating all the all news I'm stations. I'm not arguing that. I'm not uh, saying and, that. And and our talk competitor is not even in the in the ballpark. I know. And this program for this hour, there is no other higher rated station. AM or FM. So, in other words, we dominate on radio. Yeah. Midnight to, to 1 a.m. Wait, 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 wait. Midnight to 1 a.m. Okay. And then Frank Morano. You don't have to read it. the numbers. Okay, I believe wait, you. Wait, wait. I'm almost I done. I believe you, my I'm, I'm, I'm almost done, Stan. And so, you just made a comment that's really subjective rather than objective. You said that the music is good, but the talk is bad. Says who? Am I making the call or you making the call? No, no. I'm what what I'm saying is that, that that's based on what? No, it's based on 100 years of great music. So, so that's, with, so look, that's your, just your radio, opinion. That's just on, your no, opinion. Go ahead. 
I wanted to talk about something else. Okay. Since, uh, baby, see, since talk radio is coarse, not just – it's coarse. I mean, look, it's about yelling this, that, and it's fine. It's no, it's worse, not about yelling. It makes numbers. It, it's not about yelling. It's not. Well, well you know, not, I not get as far out of hand sometimes. Not, 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 <laughs> as far, not, not as far as I'm concerned. It's not right. about yelling. Right, to me, to me, to me, to me, talk radio is not about yelling. It's not about us calling each other names. It's about us as a family unit, that's the way I look at it, having a discussion. Okay. Where, where you, your opinion, Stan, you already know, goes against the grain of what the majority of WABC listeners believe. But I believe as long as someone doesn't do something offensive, I believe in taking everyone's call because I want to hear from you're everyone. A, you're, a, you're a sweet guy. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> now, let me get to the real crux of the mic. Oh, call. we didn't get to the real point? Well, yet? that's why I said that. I, 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 I okay. want to you know, make that statement and move on. I'll make okay. it quick. Uh, there is a fund by the federal government that has been paying out for over 25 years from 9-11 to all the firemen and the policemen and people who died in the Twin Towers. And it's been a great fund. It's paid to those valiant firemen and police and people in the fund. And it's go to all the families of the dead people. Okay? Now comes along this fund, Towers to whatever. And I don't get this fund and what its idea. The gentleman who manages the fund is, and you're doing things where people are running to raise money. The guy that died, the brothers died, died in 9-11. And from what I understand, this fund is to raise money. Now, they're getting money already from the 9-11 fund, which is over $8 billion. What is the need for this fund? I understand it was about veterans. What? It seems like they're piggybacking on the 9-11 situation. What does – I know veterans. I support veterans. What does veterans have to do with 9-11? Okay, Stan. So, I think it's a legitimate question. Okay. Just, All I, right. I want to know uh, what okay. it's for. I, I, Where's I, the money going? Okay. I'm, I'm going to tell you, and then I have to move on. I'm going to tell you right now. So let's say, God forbid, Stan, that you are a police officer, Right. And God forbid you're killed in the line of duty. And let's say you're married with four kids, right? Now you you get a pension and so on. But do you think life is much easier for that widow and her children who will never see you again if somebody can pass her the deed to the house and it's paid for? You don't think that's a legitimate uh, way to raise and spend money? Because I do. Well, here's the point. If you're taking it to 9-11, no. If you're taking it that you want to do something for the police department, fine. 9-11 is a separate situation. And it's not just police officers. It's veterans. Well, why, are they and so- taking it, why is it piggybacking with 9-11? That's my point. And- I don't mind raising money for police. Absolutely, well, if they're in the line of duty. Because, why do they must do it with okay, 9-11? Okay, I, I, Stan, I, I do have to move on, but I appreciate the call. I will, I will say this. So it, it's about... It, it, it's 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 relates to nine eleven in which uh, firefighter, as you know, Stephen Sillers, his final footsteps died in nine eleven, and so as a result, they came up with this fund to raise money for veterans for for veterans that come back as amputees, and if we know anything about disabled housing, you have to completely rearrange or rebuild a home. If someone is coming back in a wheelchair, 
it may not be accessible enough for them to be able to walk, excuse me, to to go into, let's lose the word walk, because sometimes they cannot walk. They are in a wheelchair. So I greatly admire and support uh, Tunnel Towers because they are doing wonderful work. And for these widows, these widows, we can't just talk the game and say that we got your back. If, if, if your husband or if your wife is law enforcement or military and killed in the line of duty and there's an organization that will show up within days and say, here's the deed to your home, that's something that's tangible, that stands out, and you can say at least I don't have to worry about providing a roof over over the heads of, of myself and my kids. Stan mentioned uh, Tunnel to Towers. It's coming up very soon. Help us remember those lost on 9-11. As I mentioned, as we retrace FDNY firefighter Stephen Sillers' final footsteps together, I'm going to be out there. I strongly believe in this cause. Uh, as of As of last night, they had raised the goal of what my team should raise and they had raised it to $2,000, and we were at nineteen twenty. So, folks, you are doing it. We're, we're still leading, and you're doing it, and we really appreciate it. And so it's real simple. It's real simple to support the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, Dominic Carter team. Here's how you do it. Go to wabcradio.com slash walk, wabcradio.com slash walk. And click on my photo, my photo, you'll see it there, to donate to my team. I'm trying to beat my numbers from last year. That's wabcradio.com slash walk. Thank you for your support as together we help America's heroes. Again, wabcradio.com slash walk. In a moment, we're going right back to your telephone calls to uh, Forest Hills, Brooklyn, Greenwood, Los Angeles, New Jersey, the Rockaways, New Haven, and New Jersey. But first, it is time for the 77 WABC clip of the day. Listen to one tough podcast with Bo Dietl. I saw Bo tonight. It was great seeing him on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Here, Bo says criminals are being seen as heroes. It seems as though this same wave of nonsense that has taken over New York State and all the Democratic-run states are now sweeping across the nation. It seems as though criminals now have become the heroes. And what they're doing is they feel as though there shouldn't be any bail for murderers. They're letting them out of jail on little or no bail, people committing murders. We are going into a cesspool. Unless we put a stop into this thing, what's going to happen? We're going to go further, further down. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. They say this is a big rich town. 
Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And you should have seen the staff around here just a few hours ago, from Matt to Kenneth to Alex, all of these GQ guys they had on their tuxedos looking good. And I'm, I'm going to have to uh, make sure that Kenneth uh, slips on a banana or something. He can't be looking that good. Can't be looking that good. So, Matt, what, what was up with you guys tonight, uh, you know, the GQ thing? Oh, we were chilling. We were chilling, doing it up. And, and listen, it was a hundred year and, celebration. And Frank Diaz and Frank Diaz, Diaz, Diaz is here. And hey, Frank, get, get in front of a mic. What do you say? Go get in front, front of a mic. mic. And some headphones. And on, some headphones. Frank. So, so what? what? <laughs> He's running. He's running. <laughs> Go into the uh, control room and talk about ah. it. But then I was like, "Oh, I couldn't hear you, so I don't know what ah. you're saying." So, 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 what, what was up with all you guys looking great tonight? So, we had our 100th anniversary party tonight, 100 year anniversary party, and it was phenomenal. It was probably one of the biggest parties I've been to. A lot of weddings, and this was like triple the size of a wedding. And everybody was dancing, everybody was drinking, everybody was eating. Everybody was shaking hands. It's like, oh, I hadn't seen you in forever. I hadn't seen you in forever. And it was it was a pretty, pretty interesting experience. And I'm grateful for the experience because I've never been part of a company that's quite like this. Right. And and it, at least for a night, we were able to forget about COVID. Absolutely. Absolutely. There was no I mean, there were there were uh, servers and waitresses and waiters there that were wearing masks. I guess that you know that's personal preference. I don't know if it has anything to do with uh, uh, vaccine restrictions or anything like that because I know some places are still kind of weird about it. But as far as I know, everybody that was invited to the party wasn't wearing a mask. And so you know, Frank, we're cool. Matt, we're cool. But you got to keep this pretty boy, Kenneth. Uh, Yo, Tom, he, he's, Tom. he's too pretty, right? Tom, I didn't ask for this. I think he's he did okay. Pretty. He hung out with most of the news and the production crew sort of stuck together tonight. So we 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 did uh, we did pretty well. I mean, we were kind of just like, hey, you know, uh, let's just you know go to the bar. That's really what it was. <laughs> but the, well, the, the the event was amazing because. Everybody was in the same room together, and the performances, you had Vinnie Madunio, Joe Piscopo, Dina Martin, Tony Orlando, all performed. So you don't get to see that all the time. Yes, you hear them on the air, but to see them all in one room together was great. And they gave out some awards. Uh, they gave, I guess you could call it like a Lifetime Achievement Award to Curtis Lewa. Yeah. Uh, they gave a, an award for sports to Howard Cosell because he was on uh, ABC. Uh, and they gave out a bunch of, a couple of awards. And it was nice. I mean, it's a hundred, a hundred years is a long time. It is a long time. And to have Cousin Brucey on the mic, too. I'm, I'm right, Cousin Brucey, emceeing. Cousin Brucey was kind of a hermit for a while, and he was just like, hey, you know, I love this. And he, because he was here the last two days, surrounded by all of us, hanging out, you know, because there was a couple of interviews that were done here. Uh, he talked to everybody. It was it was a really, really good time. And I also, just just to, as a cherry on top, in, in my opinion, the fact that Frank Marano was able to insult Curtis Lewa as much as Curtis Lewa insults Frank Morano. 
Well, guys, thank you. And, and Kenneth, I'm just giving you a hard time. Hey, where, where's, oh, your, where's your homeboy, Alex? Alex is not around right he's now. In the, he's in the local board right now. He's taking care of ah. all the – because, you know, this is uh, you know, syndicated, so he's uh, right. he's he's taking care of the stuff that we hear on the app and stuff like that. Well, so. guys, I'm, I'm glad that you had a lovely time tonight, and it, and it was fun. 100 years uh, anniversary for WABC. Let's go back to the uh, telephone calls. And let me let me say this. I'm looking at an email from our friend Sal, and Sal says, if I understand it correctly, the 19-year-old Memphis shooter has a criminal history of attempted murder, assault, and reckless endangerment from a 2020 arrest, yet he was out on the street to do more harm. Why? Is it not so much that voting has consequences, but the hug-a-thug ideology of the far-left Democrats, progressives, and -and slip-and-fall DAs and judges that exacerbate the problem? They probably believe that the great Broadway show Lion King is a documentary. Let's go back to the telephone calls. Let's go to Dennis in New Jersey. Good morning, Dennis. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah. Hi there, Dominic. Uh, It's in regards to the classified documents. This has been going on now for about 30 days. The media is so much at fault for not telling us the basics. First of all, who is it in the White House? Who's the one person who says this is now a classified document? Who is that? Does the president say it? Is it the secretary? Who is the one person that says, or is it a group that says this is now classified? And once that's done, Dominic, what physically happens to the document? Do they put it in a safe deposit box? And now if you want to get that document, you've got to go over to Dominic. Hey, Dominic, I want the – and i got to sign out for it. Who's allowed to look at the classified document? And how does – Dominic, from a security standpoint, how is any president – I'm a Trumpster. How is any president allowed to just walk out with anything? Isn't there some sort of control? Well, we have 500 classified documents. We have to know where they are at all times. And now we have a president who walks out the door, and he's got seven documents. How does that happen? None of these basic questions have ever been told. So I came to my man, Dominic, who knows all and who should be the next mayor. <laughs> well, thank, thank you, Dennis. That's very kind of you to say. There they are different agencies in charge of different documents, and it is a complicated – I wish I could answer this all for you. It is a complicated uh, process as it relates to the documents – But my point, Dennis, is, and I I hear you, you're right, for 30 days uh, since this this raid, uh, my thing is, though, I'm not going to say it's not important, but to raid the home of a former president, that's the one thing that I, on a personal level, can't get over. But I'm going to try, Dennis, and research some of this to have a much better answer for you. Thank you very much, Dennis. Let's go from New Jersey to New Haven. Let's say good morning to Mark. Mark, what's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Let me just say, as a guy who spent his career selling advertising on radio and television, you are a very talented reporter and broadcaster. Well, thank you. That's very uh, kind of you to say. Thank you. But but I'm only saying it because it's true. The point I wanted to make is that that the reason Hillary uh, had the server in the first place was because she was selling her public office for private gain. That's also true of Mr. Biden, who has a long history of selling his public office for private gain. And it should never be forgot. I only refer to him as the big guy. Um, It's just terrible. And to think that it doesn't influence decisions 
is naive. One other quick point, I don't know if you heard about it, uh, during the summer, during the heat wave, a couple of nights it was so hot and sticky and uncomfortable up in Chappaqua that Bill actually got into bed with Hillary. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, Mark, uh, I... I uh... <laughs> I thank you. I thank you for that call, Mark, and I thank you for the uh, compliment. Um, thank you very much. Dominic Carter here with you, folks. Let's go to our friend David in Los Angeles. Good morning, David, and you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I want to talk about the Hillary Clinton comments, but first, you had two of the most ridiculous calls tonight. Stan, who listens every night and calls in, says that he likes the music better than the talk. Okay, now let me just explain to Stan that back in the old days, they played music on AM, but when FM came out with a superior sounding signal, the music moved to FM, and then you used talk on AM because you didn't need as good quality. So that's just ridiculous what he said. And then you got the guy, David, who says, you know what? Trump's a narcissist. My brother is like Trump, and so I know. Oh, my gosh. Talk about Trump derangement syndrome. His brother's like Trump, so condemn Trump. Like, that is the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. Okay? Now, congratulations on the ratings. I want everybody to know that it's totally legit what you're saying. The ratings came out yesterday, and it's literally the highest ratings the station's had since Casamitidis took over. It's trending nothing but up. And to put it in comparison, it's basically like the size audience of Z100, which would surprise probably everybody listening right now. So congratulations to everyone involved and to you for being number one. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Not just me, um, but the morning show, uh, Frank Marano, David, I always appreciate your calls. Thank you. Um, And again, I want, I want you, David and everyone else to remember this. I let people speak. That doesn't mean that I agree with them. And I may call them out sometimes, and I may not. But sometimes it's rope to let them hang themselves. Think about that for a second. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Coming up at 1 a.m. in about 15 minutes, Frank Marano and the other side of midnight, another dapper one tonight with his tuxedo on, everybody with their tuxes on and the ladies with their gowns on as as, uh, WABC celebrated 100 years. Thank you, John Katsimatidis. Thank you, Margot Katsimatidis. Time for a break. When we come back, more of your telephone calls and our Dominic Carter Cares segment. WABC. Highlighting stories that hit close to home, from your borough to your dinner table. This is Carter Cares. And we are back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A 15-year-old student, Audrey referenced this, died yesterday after he was shot by a masked gunman in a crowded downtown Brooklyn Park near his high school. Unique Smith, a student at Brooklyn Laboratory Charter Schools, was shot by one of two masked bandits he had gotten into a fight with Uh, In the park Wednesday afternoon, he had been hospitalized in critical condition, but died of his injuries in the hospital, according to his grandfather. He was sitting on a bench in the park 
with two school-age girls when two males approached him wearing the ski mask and uh, words were exchanged, fight ensued, fist fight, and um, the young man is dead, 15 years old. 15 years old. And, of course, there's the other incident of um, the elderly man slashed in the head by a machete-wielding, disturbed woman uh, with a slew of uh, prior arrests. 20-year-old woman apparently randomly slashed a man dressed in a business suit, an elderly man uh, with a machete during the morning rush hour, and then when he tried to follow her, discharged pepper spray at him. This happened uh, near the Stone Street and Broadway uh, train station near the MTA's headquarters, unprovoked, and yet again. Let's go right back to the uh, telephone call. Susan in Brooklyn. Good morning, Susan. What's on your mind? Well, congrats. And you absolutely not only are talented and professional and uh, just uh, we love listening to you, but you're also a sweetheart. (laughs) Well, thank you, Susan. That's very kind of you to say thank you. Thank you. Yes, and all, to everyone there, what a great station and what a great service that this brings to let everyone uh, you know, have. You know, we're sharing information and ideas, and this is very important. I wanted to say the individual called about Donald Trump being a narcissist. Um, you know, sometimes there's a kind of a fine line between someone with extremely high self-esteem um, or um, self-confidence, which obviously it takes to, for yes. anyone to take on to being a president. But yes. I don't believe that he's a narcissist. He's done so many kind things. First of all, he doesn't even take a salary. You can't say Clinton, Obama, or any of the Bushes. They all took their four hundred grand. Okay, Susan, let, let me let me just tell you this. You're right. I'm going to let you finish. But you're right about yeah. the confidence. And there, there's a difference. When you interact with Donald Trump, he's confident, but he can back it up. He can back it up. <laughs> and and he does a lot of good things for people that you mm-hmm. never read about. So I'll just leave it at that. Please continue. Okay. Well, the things that – because he was never given any credit for the things he did, for instance – one of the things he said he wanted to do it was to get the right to try uh, for for people with very debilitating, often fatal illnesses, the right to try drugs that were in experimental. Every other president said they were going to do it. He did it. He pushed it through for those poor people that were, you know, just suffering. And, okay, that's one example. Did he have, did, people don't even know that he did that. It was true. It, it, it happened. He also got charter schools approved, which are public schools in, New, in uh, the Washington, D.C. Uh, Obama didn't do that. Uh, the Bushes did that. Clinton, he, he uh, vetoed um, as charter school, uh, any kind of school choice for minority children that were trapped in these dangerous, failing schools. Donald Trump got that passed somehow on some kind of a bill. All right. He also got uh, funding for black colleges 
passed permanently. Obama didn't do that. Clinton didn't do that. Do people even know all the good stuff he did? He did a lot more. Well, Susan, um, yeah. you, 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 you raise some excellent points. I have to step in because we have some other callers. But you are correct in terms of uh, some of the things that Mr. Trump did. But, but, and thank you for the call, Susan. I really appreciate it. Because the mainstream media said, we don't like his personality. He calls us names. That was the beginning. Of, and literally, that's the whole argument. And I'm just going to say this, folks. Uh, I'm not going to say any names, but it's time to pay the piper. Some of my friends over at CNN have been playing a game for years, making millions, telling you what you want to hear. But a new day is coming, and many of them are being shown the door, are being shown the door. And the question is, who's next? without naming any names. I'm just going to make this comment. President Trump said that uh, Don Lemon had no talent. I'm just saying, that's what Mr. Trump said, that Don Lemon has no talent. And so we'll, we'll see what happens as it relates to Don Lemon. Good luck, Mr. Lemon. Let's go to Gracie in Rockland County. Good morning, Gracie. What's on your mind? What's on my mind is first, I'm going to say ditto to what Susan said about you. That's what they used to say with with Rush when we wore, um, the callers always praised him. And then somebody said, just ditto, Dominic. You're terrific. You really are. Thank you. Very and, kind of you to say, Gracie. And the reason uh, um, the station is doing so well is because it's an answer to the, uh, the whole other media, that people like me have an opportunity to say something and also to listen to something. And I love when, uh, you know, I love to hear the opposition because then I see how, how crazy they are, in my opinion. Now, I don't care. I'm going to say the same thing with the previous caller said, narcissist. That's what I called about. I don't care if he's a narcissist. What does that even mean? And what you said, he's, he backs it up. The result. The country was so good uh, for those four years. Imagine uh, how how great it would be if he was still in office. Now, I'm, I could easily say, oh, imagine if he could put his whole mind and he, didn't, he wasn't uh, uh, on a side uh, track with the media and going against him. But, of course, he could uh, – Trump is – is such a, a smart person that obviously he could departmentalize. That's the word. But back to the point: the country for four years is is, is wonderful. Who does your shopping, Dominic? Your wife? It, it depends on. Well, she does. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's just. Uh, has she told you how expensive everything is? Yes. Yes. The because food I, is I, going out of. Hey, Gracie. I mean, you and I live in the same county, so I I see the look on her face when she comes in the house, uh, from food I, shopping. I, I don't know how a husband and a wife, even if the both of them are working here and they have the kids, are feeding them. All right. I I really mean it. People are are taking uh, borrowing money to to buy the food and the credit. I mean, this is ridiculous. Hey, hey Gracie, I, and I've got to move on to other calls, but I I think you can appreciate it. This is a true story. So um, I, I have a rather large, large neck. And so 
my shirts have to be custom made, right? And so I was running late. My wife was already at work for the uh, for the 100th anniversary event of WABC. And she said to me last night, uh, you know where your tux is, you know where your shirt is, you know where your bow tie. Yeah, 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 I know where it is. I got this. I got this. So she's at work. And I've got to go because I'm running late and I got to pick her up. And after an hour, and the cat is looking at me like I'm crazy, and I'm asking my son, do you know where my bow tie is? And he's looking at me like, I have no idea. So... I finally find one bow tie, and it doesn't fit by, like, two inches. So now I'm in a panic, and I'm on a severe time deadline. So I run, Gracie, to the Palisades Mall to buy a bow tie. And the bow tie, I could not believe this, was $55. And that was the cheaper bow tie. For a bow tie that I was going to wear for just tonight's event at Cipriani's, and that's that. But, folks, I'm going to go back to your telephone calls. First, we have another pretty boy here with us uh, who still has on his uh, tux and still has <laughs> My on My bow his... tie didn't cost $55, <laughs> I'll tell you that. What happened, huh? How does a bow tie cost $55? <laughs> got me. They saw at you Macy's. coming from a mile away, man. <laughs> How are you? Lovely speech tonight. Oh, well, thanks. Lovely thanks. Yeah, most people thought it went on too long, but whatever. You give me a microphone, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> I ha- I'm used to filling four hours a day. I mean, of course it's going to go long. It was a great party. A big thank you to uh, ha- uh, John Katzmatidis. Happy birthday to absolutely. him. Absolutely, And yes. happy birthday to our president, Chad Lopez. That's right. Today is his birthday. That's right. right? Absolutely. And, and also in a few hours, the kids go back to school. That's right. Big City. day. Big day all around. Wow. Big wow. Day all around. Well, you look wonderful. What thank you, you. Likewise. What, what do you have coming uh, up? We got an action morning? Pack show. Obviously, there's still a lot of uh, discussion about what's happening in space, the scrapping of this Artemis launch that happened on Saturday. A lot of concern about when this is going to happen and when we're going to go back to the when we're going to go back to the moon. So I'm going to break this down with Dr. Sky next hour. If people have space questions, they can call in. We're going to do the AC update and really just an update on all things related to Jersey politics with Harry Hurley. And then our colleague uh, Brian Kilmeade is going to join me in the four o'clock hour. We'll talk about the latest with this Trump investigation. Now, wait a minute. Brian was at the event he's tonight. Nuts. The guy is nuts. And so he's got to be on Fox in the morning, and he's going to join you early in the morning. Yeah, he's going to do. Th- he's going to come on with me. Then he's going to do three <laughs> hours of television, then three hours of radio, and uh, who knows, however many other radio appearances on markets around the country. The guy is crazy. Hey, the guy is nuts. Well, we're we're in radio, That's true. but I want folks listening to you to give you a little bit of a hard time this morning because <laughs> Frank Morano is an absolute pretty boy, oh boy right now. He's got on the patent leather shoes. He's got on the studs on his shirt, the cufflinks, Wine the stain on my shirt. <laughs> he looks like a million dollars. Folks, keep it right there. Coming up next, Frank Morano and the other side of Midnight on Talk Radio 77 WABC.